Hey, Lim. Hey, D. Don't ask me how it's going. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that we're wrapping up. Here we are. End of season one. Holy crap, man. I mean, it's only been several weeks, right? Yeah, but it feels like it's been several years. I feel much older. I actually <laughs> jotted that down on my notes. You feel? I feel older. Because this has been so stressful. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it in two ways. I feel older because it's been a lot of time and some stress. And I've learned a lot. So in that way. You mean you feel older and wiser. Mm-hmm. But also more gray hairs. <laughs> oh, I definitely have more gray hairs. <laughs> All right, so let's just start with what did we set out to do with this podcast? What was the point and purpose of this podcast? I'm going to I'm going to put that right back on you. What did you set out to do with this podcast? We set out to one provide another form of media for people who resonate well with podcasts. Yeah? So we want to be able to meet Okay, so Deanna said earlier, what did you say that Wayfind is? It's like a... Toolbox. A toolbox. We're a toolbox for people who want to see their neighbor. Yeah. People who want to be invested in the community. Uh, People who want to see people and to grow internally as a good neighbor. Yep. So we're a toolbox for those people. And I was sitting here thinking through, okay, what's the wrench? What's the hammer? <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking. Who is the screwdriver? <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're a toolbox, so that means we have to provide a bunch of different tools, forms of media for people to be able to connect with, and we hope to be able to connect with people regularly, mm. even if it. We'd love to be on a daily basis, but podcasts obviously can't be a daily kind of thing. No, it cannot. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we wonder if it can be a weekly kind of thing, you know? Um, One day we'll have 300 episodes and you can listen every single day. But for now, (laughs) that is not the case. Uh, But definitely on our social medias, especially like Instagram, that's where we're probably the most active. We try to be on there every day. And the goal in that is to encourage people to continually think about how they're internally growing and changing and about their neighbor out there. So we use the various tools and the podcast is one of the tools. So we wanted to be able to meet people in this way. And then two, we consider ourselves storytellers. Mm. So we wanted to tell other people's stories. Yeah. We wanted to tell the stories of the people who are out there every day, dedicated, devoted, whether they're paid for it or not, to seeing our neighbors and meeting our neighbors where they're at. And we wanted to tell the stories of the neighbors on the fringes, Mm -hmm. people on the fringes, people who've been marginalized for whatever reason. I mean, that's a huge category. Now the question is, did we do it? Did we do it? Did we do those things? All right, let's talk about how it went. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say, let's start first of all with the technical side of things because let's, let's give them a glimpse into what really goes on. All right. What goes on in every episode? Well, a lot of planning, preparation. You spend a lot of time out on the field. I sure do. Out on the field, meeting with people, asking them questions, getting their stories. Don't start saying, (laughs) (laughs) don't start. Go ahead. Do it. You want I to. I can't now. <laughs> Do it. No, Otherwise I was going to. Otherwise, they're not going to gonna know what we're <laughs> laughing at. 
Well, you know, in the previous episode, I burst out into song when you said you were talking about Mike and you said, ask him my questions and get some answers. <laughs> and I had to burst into Little Mermaid song. <laughs> <laughs> and she could see the twinkle in my eye because I was just about to sing the song again. <laughs> Asking questions Asking and questions. getting some answers. <laughs> That part of it, I have a lot to say about that. Uh, that part of it is probably my favorite part of what we do. Mm. Because I get to, I'm passionate about this one thing. Whatever realm of social justice it fits into, I get to find an organization that meets people in that realm and go sit down and talk with someone who's an expert on the topic or someone who is like getting their hands dirty, boots on the ground mm-hmm. every single day And just getting to sit across from them and ask them questions and see the fire in their eyes and feel why they do this, Mm -hmm. that is money. Mm -hmm. That is exactly, oh my gosh, that's my favorite part. Mm -hmm. Now, technical side of that is is rough. It's a little different. It's a little different because you can't have a controlled environment. Yeah. And (laughs) I go meet people wherever, we're going to try and do better. (laughs) But wherever they are, whether it's their office or their basement or out in the woods or, Mm -hmm. you know, wherever. And we have equipment for travel. We have mics for travel. We have little fuzzy things to go on the end of them (laughs) to help with the wind and the sounds or whatever. But you can listen through the episodes and you hear echoing. Mm -hmm. And you hear noises in the background. And you hear the elements But can I just say, I think it's such a good metaphor for who we are and like, we're okay with the mess. A thousand percent. Right? Like I wouldn't want it to be ultra produced. Right. Like. But echoing really bothers me. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. What do we want to do differently? Sounding like you're in a tin can bothers me. (laughs) Yes. We're coming back to that. But yes, I I agree. Mm -hmm. We're okay with the mess because people's stories are messy. Being a human is messy. Mm -hmm. Why I'm not trying to make it something it's not. Yeah. Like we're good with the mess. What else with that though? How how do we feel like it went? Um, like technically. Let's just go ahead and confess that neither one of us have done this before. Done what before, Deanna? Um. <laughs> any of this? Well, like, edited a podcast, created a podcast. Have you recorded? Now you have used microphones and sound equipment, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like in. Different types of settings. Right. But not like, like musical settings. Yeah. Have you recorded anything before musically? I will never tell you that. <laughs> Can I search and find it? Maybe. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I learned something new every single day. Another favorite part of this podcast has been the things I've learned about D. Oh man. There has been a huge learning curve. Humongous. Humongous. I remember on the first episode, this is not one of my favorite moments. Okay. On the first episode, we recorded, the, I don't know, hours, hours of content, and then <laughs> decided after we had edited all of it, and I say... I mean, we're talking probably, seriously, upwards of 60 to 80 hours. Oh, yeah, of work. Yeah. And, it, you know, I'm, for, I'm learning... For the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm learning as I go how to edit within, you know, professional software. And after two weeks... At least 80, probably more like 200 hours. <laughs> Between <laughs> Lins, the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Lindsay comes back and she goes, 
Oh, in it, I, I, I'm I'm doing this for a laugh, but for, for dramatic purposes. Yeah. Okay. We need to edit it all. We need to cut it all. We I think we even had a conversation about re-recording, re-recording? the entire thing. We did. And I think both of us were in tears. Yeah. Lindsay would never admit it, but <laughs> I cry sometimes, <laughs> like ten years ago. <laughs> no, I remember being there, thinking we've put so much in. It's not communicating what we want it to communicate. We have to start over. Yeah. But I think that's part of the process. For sure. I'm glad that that was episode number one and not episode number (laughs) five. (laughs) Because now we've got it down a little more to an art, right? Yeah, for sure. What would we say is our average time spent? It's still shocking. Mm -hmm. Per episode, what do we think? Just in here at the computer? Yeah, just in the, like, narrating, editing, Final production, not not the interview section. Not including your part. Right. Like as far as the out on Going the field out part. Going on the field, yeah. Mm. I would say no less than 20 hours. Per episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's still a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're starting to glitch. That's a, yes, yes, yes. So that's why I feel much older. (laughs) (laughs) But I have learned a ton, and I have only scratched the surface. So if anybody out there wants to teach me more about podcasting podcasting software. (laughs) But I think we we set out also to do that well, and I'm proud of what we... Like our final product? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I mean, we could be biased, but I think our episodes are badass. Mm Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. love them. Yeah. And when I listen back to them, I'm just beaming with pride. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm pretty critical of my own work. Yeah, me too. And I go back to something, I'm like, what was <laughs> I thinking? And these, granted, it's only been like six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the catalog of seven episodes. <laughs> we are really good at this. <laughs> we are so good at this. <laughs> Another thing that I feel interested about, how it went, is I don't think we set out to only cover two major categories. Mm. We hit foster care and homelessness. Yeah. And that is a little frustrating because, you know, this is season one. So we want to give people like a snapshot of what Mm -hmm. we do, Mm -hmm. which is... Any people-serving movement, group, organization, categorically, we want to lay that out for you, help you find something that you're really passionate about, you're really connected with, and get you connected with them in person, Mm -hmm. face-to-face. Or even in your gifts. Right. You know, get connected with them in some way. So you feel like maybe it wasn't a big enough overview or picture, snapshot of... right. Who we are or or what we offer because we only cover two topics. Right. But at the same time, we kind of rolled with what was happening. And we just happened to be going into Homeless and Hunger Awareness Month. And so, and and really, honestly, I kind of feel like each, each topic and category is so complex. Trying to fit them into an episode or two is doing them a disservice. So giving more space for each one would feel better. But that's not really the way our society works. Mm -hmm. Like, 
you can't hold everybody's attention for that long. Yeah. So we, we will circle back to foster care. We will circle back to homelessness as we meet new organizations doing different things within those realms. Mm -hmm. Um, but it felt good to hit homelessness during this season. And we are personally connected with Mike through our own volunteering. And so we really just wanted to showcase what all he's connected with, the different orgs he's working with and what he's doing. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> and I also like the flexibility to make decisions, you know, where we don't have to be so rigid and so planned and so organized. We can roll with it if yeah. we feel the prompting to do so. Mm-hmm. So it bothers me, and also I'm really happy with it. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same. Just know, in upcoming seasons, we're hitting other topics, like <laughs> so many other topics, I promise. Well, our next season will have more than seven episodes as well. <laughs> yes. That's the plan. Yeah. You want to talk about that? What? Our, the future? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. just like, what ideally, what would we do per season? I think 10 is a, a really good number, but depending on how much time that we have, we could even go you know, 15, 16 episodes. In a season? Yeah. And how many seasons in a year? Mm. Two. Mm. So we could be pumping out 20 to 40 yeah. episodes next year. We'll see. Yeah. But Wayfind just launched, like, we just got our nonprofit status this year, 2022. Mm-hmm. And we also just launched in February of this year. So we're technically, what, nine months in? Yeah. We just carried a baby. We're a little baby. (laughs) (laughs) We are a little baby. gave a small birth. (laughs) (laughs) It sure did feel like one. (laughs) I was in labor for a long time. (laughs) Well, and I want to add this too. Like, I love, I love the idea. We keep saying holding the space, and I think it's a little bit more nuanced than just the kind of what we assign to it, but like giving space for these stories to be told and having that flexibility I think is so important because I think what you said about actually bringing harm, for us to sit with that for a second, like the the last thing we would want to do is actually bring harm to, to them by what we're doing, you know, so if like we feel like it has to be in this schedule and we're only going to assign one episode to it and all that, and so we try to raise awareness but in the process actually do more harm than good Mm. would be horrible so having that flexibility to say we think we need to make this two parts and we don't want to rush through this right I think is so important right well and I mean we've learned that just with Ari and Mike like constantly they're both pointing to all these different organizations that they work with that do things within the realm that they work and I'm like oh I want to talk to them we want to talk to them so we can't it's impossible to cover it all. Even if we were to do a 10-part episode, you can't cover it all. We'd have a season of homelessness. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that still wouldn't cover it all. Right. So it's like we're going to keep circling back as it prompts, as it comes up naturally. Do you want to talk about the smoke uh, analogy that you used just a minute ago? Like kind of. Oh. Well, I just love that idea of like, well, and then it made me think about where there's smoke, there's fire. But. Oh, I like that too. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Of course, we'd love. What were we saying? What Wayfind is? Yeah, I was like, it's not really tangible. It's hard to pinpoint. Yeah, and and when we sit down with someone to try and explain it, after a good conversation, back and forth, lots of questions, they get it and their eyes light up. Mm -hmm. But you can't narrow it down to one sentence or a phrase. It's like smoke, though. It's like 
it's there and you know it's there and you can sense it in all the different ways, but you can't really grab it. And we really just want to be what y'all want and need. We want to be what's resonating mm-hmm. in the community yeah. uh, to keep moving forward, keep pushing along, keep growing, keep changing, keep asking hard questions, keep looking people in the eyeballs, keep learning. Because, okay, can we be honest for a second? Always. We think when you hear love your neighbor as you love yourself or be a good neighbor, no one gives that a second thought. We all think we know what that means. And we think we're probably already doing it. Yeah, we think we're <laughs> badass neighbors. Um, being a good neighbor is hard work. It takes a lot of work to love someone else well. Yeah. Not just like, here's some cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, It takes a lot of work to see someone and love them well. And, and really, you have to know them to be able to love them well. And it takes a lot of us putting our selfishness aside to even give someone the time to learn their story. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time and a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And then to, to think with your brain of how can you come alongside them. That, those are hard things. Mm-hmm. You know what's easy is fighting with your neighbor. Yeah. Finding things you don't like about your neighbor finding reasons to be irritated with your neighbor, picking the one thing that makes you different and like honing in on that. That's easy. Mm. Loving your neighbor is not easy. Loving yourself is not even easy. Right. So I think it's so important to put tools in your life, in your face, in front of your eyeballs, in your ears, Mm. to constantly prompt you and remind you, This is a big goal for your life to be a good neighbor. Yes. And it's not easy. And there's work to do Mm -hmm. in order to to be a good neighbor neighbor and be a better neighbor Mm -hmm. and constantly be growing as a neighbor and commit to the work. Yeah. And so that's the hope is if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see our stories and think thoughts. Yeah. And then maybe move your feet in accordance with those thoughts. Yeah. Or listen to our podcast and and pause it when you're like, oh my gosh, that just hit a hit a nerve, yeah. struck a chord with me. Okay, so anything else about how we feel like it went? I mean, really, I would love to know what the listeners think about how it went. Me too. <laughs> um, I have been eager to get answers from the people I'm connected to, you know, and hear their thoughts. And of course, they say good things. But yeah, I'm, I'm just eager to hear what people think about where they moved you know, to action. And that's it. I agree. So that's your invitation, neighbor, to tell us what you think. Yeah. Don't hold back. Mm-mm. If you got problems with what we're doing, tell us. If you love what we're doing, tell us. If something stands out to you, tell us. If you want us to do something more often, tell us. We are an open book and we're listening. So now let's shift into what we would do differently. Okay. Okay. So, Going into this whole thing, I thought my role in all of this was going to be really simple. Like, I was going to be editing in the software. Technical. Technical. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it has turned out to be, that is a big part of it, but also, like, having the conversations with you have been amazing. And just more, way more than I thought that I was going to be able to do. But the thing I wanted, that I would like to do differently next season is go with you to these if, if I can you know yeah it works out absolutely um 
I didn't know you wanted to. I do know that. this is new information <laughs> for you. Yes, but I mean, I don't want to be just busy on the technical side of things. Like mm. I also want to be boots on the ground and mm. and active. So that's that's what I want to do differently next. I June. love that. And I'll fluster. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I think that's good. Man, that's not. Those aren't the kind of things I wrote for my what to do differently. Uncover them right now. <laughs> Let's see them. All right. Well. Why are you still covering them? You're going to say them. One thing I would like to do differently <laughs> next season is not say mm so much. Okay. Mm. 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 So. Mm. So if I drove you absolutely nuts <laughs> with how often I, because f- when you're with someone in person and you're making eye contact and you're having a real conversation. You feel like you have to give them verbal cues that you hear them. You agree with them. You totally understand what they're saying. Right. Right. <laughs> I just gave you a verbal cue. Thank you. You're welcome. So I, I am trying to suppress my need to make sure they understand that I understand. Right. And we're, we're talking, like I'm giving her all, all kinds of nonverbals. Like, yes. But we have, it's obvious we're in a, like a recording situation. But yes. when you're in real life. Yes. It may be a little bit strange to be withholding verbal right. cues. It's very strange. It's very strange, especially when I have been to several events in person where I hear the most amazing, brilliant stories, and they're so passionate, and they're so good at telling their story. But the day that I went to go get them to tell me the story on the mic, and it's not even like, it doesn't even look like a mic. It looks like a little like matchbox yes it's just a little thing and I'm just holding it right there and I ask permission first and all of this then they become robots and they don't know how to tell their story and they don't know how to talk about it and so all of these things I'm troubleshooting in my mind so what to do different Mm -hmm. so then when I'm sitting across from them and they've agreed to tell me their story or whatever then I have this extra feeling to make them feel comfortable and understood and heard so that they'll like make it as a genuine experience as you can. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I'm sitting there umming the whole time. Right. And then I have to listen to it in the ears and drive myself. Into, <laughs> I'm like, one more. Um, you do it one more time. <laughs> I will fight you. I will fight you myself. And then she does it again and again and again. Oh, my gosh. So don't go back and listen to that. I'm just saying <laughs> if you heard that, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But now you've planted it in their minds. Yeah, just delete this whole part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's fine. It can stay. It's time for your favorite moments. (laughs) Insert clapping sound. you start ah um okay Deanna makes me laugh every single time we're recording so hard that I cry and pee my pants every single time and that just happened a few minutes ago you probably heard part of it we probably didn't cut the whole thing (laughs) um I have laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and it's just so good it's a great time to laugh Mm mm-hmm and then I have to <laughs> snort some cocaine afterwards <laughs> to clear my sinuses. It's not cocaine. It's Afrin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So we have a running joke. Yeah. That is that is definitely a top. That's what I enjoy a lot about this time. Yeah, yeah. All the laughter. Yes. Probably why it takes 20 hours. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't want it any other way. That's right. Cake, you go. Okay, for sure. For sure. One of my top moments was when... This is also serious. Okay. <laughs> but when we were working on the, uh, if you don't have a seat at the table, pull up a chair, chair episode. And we had worked through the whole thing and we were looking for music. Is this one of yours too? We had worked through the whole thing. And then there's this process at the end where we have to figure out what music works, which has been an, a whole other thing. But Lindsay starts playing the new King's Kaleidoscope album. And the very first song that she plays, it was called Wasn't I Worth It? Yeah. And literally. And, and neither of us had ever heard it before. Never. Yeah. And she pushes play, and then this beautiful music starts playing, and then this this guy, <laughs> I don't know their names. Well, actually, no, the way we were just looking for filler music. Yes. Like gap music. So right. instrumental only, whatever. Right. And I'm listening to it on my Bluetooth headset, and I'm like, shut up. Shut up. And Dee can't hear. And I take that off and play it out loud. Now you keep going. I thought we were listening to it at the same time. After I played it out loud. Yeah. Okay. But I, I had only heard, like, the first two sentences. Yeah. I didn't listen to it all the way through. I was like, you got to hear it while I'm. Okay. Yeah. So she, she starts playing it, and it's literally, the words are like, wasn't I worth it? I gave it all I got. And it was just this moment of, it felt like a divine moment. Absolutely. 1,000%. I feel the exact same. Like, one of those moments that the stars align and there's pixie dust all around you and you're like, what is going on? (laughs) Magic. It was magic. It was magic. Mm -hmm. Because we weren't, one, we weren't looking for a song to play for, like, any specific reason. We were just doing some filler instrumental only. And I was like, we have to put this in the episode. It, It was that kind of, like... Yeah lightning strike from the skies like Mm. this was divine this moment was divine um that is definitely one of my tops as well if not the top absolutely and for both of us we were both so emotional while we were listening to it the first time Mm. I remember I was like getting teary and I was like Wait a second. There are people around me. I can't <laughs> Shut emote it right down. Now. <laughs> Shut it down. Walls up. Walls System up. overload. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> and I don't have the specific example, so you have to help me. Okay. There, there is a, a spot in one of the episodes. I don't remember which one. Where Deanna says a phrase three times. <laughs> Now it's a thing that we say things in trios. Yep. What was Triplets. the phrase? Generation from generation to generation to generation. And right? then you even stopped and you were like, why did I just say it three <laughs> times? And we left it in there. And yeah. now we're like over and over and over. Yeah. We have we, to say we it have to say things. Yeah. yeah. That's great. One of the phrases that I think from this season that I'll take with me, I hope that I will never forget, is it shouldn't have to happen to you to matter to you. I, th- I just think that is so impactful. Right, because we're so easily dismissive about things that don't Don't match affect our, us. Yeah, don't affect us and don't match our experience. Mm-hmm. Like, why should I care about that? I'm saying I should. I need to be concerned about it, even right. if it doesn't 
even if it hasn't happened to me. Right. And I think the fear or hesitation with that is there's too many things to care about. Yeah. There's so many things. There's so many perspectives. There's so, so, there's no way to fully grasp it all. So what would you say to that? (laughs) Therapisty. Start with what is immediately in your life. Who are the people in your life? What are they going through? I think I could get very quickly overwhelmed with all of the needs and the things that are, that could come up that I could be concerned with. But that's why I say like, start with what I can do, even in my, even in my mind and my thought process, when I think about my community, um, what are the immediate experiences that I'm having and what are the immediate experiences that my community is having? And then be a part of that. Yeah. And I think that's just going to develop habits and actions. You're going to start thinking differently and seeing people in a different way. And one thing will lead to another and you'll be helping. It'll take its own. It'll take its own course. Organic. Yeah. 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 And, and that's part two, like Wayfind as a whole, we wanted to connect you to the things that you're passionate about. And so in order to know what it is you're passionate about, you, one, it could be derived from your own experience. And that's okay if it is. Yeah. Because, you know, if you survived a domestic violence situation and you're really passionate about helping get other people out of those kinds of situations, you have more gusto for that than someone who's never experienced that that's a great thing Mm -hmm. but just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean you can't be passionate about it you just need to take a step right a step in that direction Mm -hmm. um and and that's what we hope to help facilitate Mm -hmm. is to connect you with orgs in whatever way we can Mm -hmm. i wish we had a button like um remember the staples easy button yeah that just says that is wayfind because so many times in our conversation already, <laughs> because we, we spend some time talking about who is Wayfind and what is Wayfind before we even pushed record. And it, like Lindsay said, it's like smoke. It's hard to put into words what we are. But so many things that we've talked about and like the conclusions we've come to, I just want to be like, that is Wayfind. Mm. That is Wayfind. How do we order a custom button? <laughs> just smack <laughs> it. <laughs> well, and our friend Steph. So Wayfind has a board of people. Um because we have to, because we're a nonprofit. But we also have a collection of people who meet for pretty regular meetings to help us brainstorm and keep the main thing the main thing and and think big picture, down the road, right now, yesterday, et cetera. And um, Steph is one of our, our besties on the board and in that group. And she has started using this phrase, everyone is way fine. Mm. And, and she'll even say it to an individual, you are way fine. And I think that's so, it's abstract, but at the same time, it's quite tangible of like, you as an individual can facilitate your immediate friends and family, yeah. your children, your parents, <laughs> <laughs> your um, siblings, your coworkers. Yep. Um, the people that you're standing around at the grocery store. Yep. Like you can facilitate that kind of full-bodied neighbor existence mm-hmm. of seeing people, yes. making making eye contact, and putting, oh, I don't even know how to phrase it, like mm-hmm. garden magic, flourishing magic out into the world. Like to see and be seen to flourish and help everyone else around you flourish. Mm-hmm. You 
everyone can do that. Everyone has that within them. Our children have that within them. So that is Wayfine. That's the goal. The end goal is the flourishing of North Georgia. Wow. Say that one more time. (laughs) Which part? (laughs) I don't remember what I said. The flourishing. The the goal of of Wayfind. Is the flourishing. Making me teary. Oh, yes. (laughs) I'm making you emote. I don't have to. She always does that. (laughs) Usually it's in the other direction. In more ways than one. (laughs) I was, so let me add to that, and this is just for our conversation, but when I read those words in this card, you are Wayfind, like that's the part I just wanted to like, melt into a ball of tears because even since like the conversation started with me being involved with Wayfind like mm-hmm. I didn't see myself necessarily as part of the team but just someone that you could use I don't mean that in a, in a weird way but like someone that I could I could just give my whatever I can do to help give what give your muchness yeah yeah whatever you have just you can have it whatever they need yes yeah, yeah. or want uh, yeah um and you were always, well, first you were super, super inclusive of like always using we wayfind. And I had a hard time being like, we, I was always like you, you guys and you and you, um, until recently, you know, when I've been involved and I feel like I'm more part of the team. And then, so just to read like, no, you are wayfind. I was like, <laughs> like that means so much. And yeah. the truth is like Steph said, and you're saying, even if you're not on the giving end of, um, the flourishing, you're still wayfind. Mm. So like, let's say I'm, am the person experiencing homelessness. I'm still wayfind because mm. I'm in the way I'm, I'm in the way of someone who needs mm. something. Not in the way, like not, not a barrier, yes. but I'm, I'm using it as like, like travel language. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even if I, it's interesting that you said the giving end of wayfind. And so the opposite of that would be the receiving end of wayfind. Yes. So, but, Think about it too, though, in our homelessness episodes where we're hearing their stories, how many of those folks had stories of how they were they giving? They were giving. So even though they were on the receiving end of Wayfind's attempt to educate mm-hmm. the non-homeless population of North Georgia about homelessness, they're still Wayfinding out there. They're looking for people. Yes. They're still seeing needs meeting needs where they can within their own community yes partnering with people yeah yeah it's a spectrum you know like wherever you are on the wayfind spectrum you're Mm. there Mm. and there is no like beginning or end right there is no this person continuum is a better word yes yes yes, yes. continuum yeah i don't know if we're going to use this or not because i'm about to get a little (coughs) bible yeah a little bible up in here when we talk about Jesus and his name has come up a lot in our episodes not by us right um when we talk about Jesus and we talk about if you're a Jesus person or not and our culture likes to use different language for that that makes us uncomfortable Mm -hmm. makes a lot of people uncomfortable but there's something about him that attracts people the the picture we were given is like a planet right he's the center the planet and then you think of moon a moon or many moons Mm -hmm. orbiting the planet and the question is are you moving towards the center or further away from the center 
Mm-hmm. Maybe planet's a bad description, but you are. You know, in your in your life, you're you're moving, you're going through the patterns and the rhythms. Yeah. Are in that process? Are you moving closer to the center? Or are you moving further away? Mm-hmm. And I think that same analogy can be used for wayfind. Are you moving closer to your neighbor? You're moving further away from your neighbor. Mm. Are you moving closer to being a more self-aware? And what are other other terms? Um, growing, changing. Um, Other-centered. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah no, absolutely. Person. Mm-hmm. Or are you moving into being more of a self-centered, selfish Exclusive. Exclusive. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Rigid. Stuck in your beliefs and ways. Kind of person. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm an introvert. (laughs) I'm not a people person. I don't give hugs. (laughs) That doesn't mean you have to be all touchy-feely and all of those things. But I am very passionate about the status of the people around me. Of people, mm-hmm. of human beings, mm-hmm. and their existence, and even the ones far away from me, you know. Right. Um, I think another thing to explore too is like I was looking for, I was in the thesaurus. Of course, you were. <laughs> um, looking for other words that mean volunteer, mm-hmm. and because I don't like that word, I don't like using the language of service or serving. I think that that's like churchianity vocabulary. It's been a little bit tainted. And you don't really know what it means anymore. Right. Overused. Yeah. Um, so humanitarian came up, and I was like, how interesting. I've heard that word before, but never really thought about the fact that it has the word human, human. in it. Mm-hmm. And then more words came up, and I thought that these three kind of were a trio. Look at us. Uh, working generation w- to generation <laughs> to generation. <laughs> a trio. Of words that mean volunteer um, in the ways that embody the fullness of the word. Mm. Giver, protector, Mm. upholder. Wow. Giver in that you're willing to give, that muchness we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Whatever you've got, whether it be your time, maybe you don't have a ton of money, but maybe you do. Money, time, eye contact. Upholder of their story. Yes. Upholder of what they deserve yeah. as a human being yes. and and within their story, the injustices that brought them to where they are right now. Everybody's got a lot of those. Um, a protector of their humanity, a protector of their story. Their pr- dignity. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's a good word. Yeah. Of their dignity. I feel like we could just drop the mics on the floor. Let's not do that. But <laughs> you know what I mean. Okay, any other favorite moments? Well, I can combine two of them because I was going to talk about Ari and Mike, but I think I was just moved by their courage and um, determination is not, it's not a good enough word, like just grit. Um, Both of them have serious, like, like they're on fire. Right. Um, And, and it's not short lived. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like they're just really passionate for a second and it's going to calm down. no, this is how they've chose to exist in the world, and they are on fire, both of them. Yep. Is that what, what you were? Yeah, it's perfect. Mm. 
um, a little story about Ari. Okay. So with both of the orgs that we ended up featuring this season on the podcast, um, we have partnered with them in several different ways. And one of the ways that we partnered with Ari is their Festival of Trees. So at their Christmas annual Christmas party that they have for the foster families, um, the recently reunited families, the folks who work in the system, they have part of their decor is just a bunch of Christmas trees and different organizations or people sponsor the tree, pay for the tree, and decorate the tree however they want. So Wayfind sponsored a tree in their Festival of Trees. And we got to decorate it with all our fun poppy colors and little travel icons and stuff. Our girl Ange took over that project and she killed it. Yes, she did. It was amazing. What they do with these trees is they give them to the families. Who are fostering. Who who are fostering or who have recently be, been reunited or whatever. Okay. Like anyone who has a need for a tree, they get one of these fully decorated mm. trees. So it's giving back in several different ways. Right. And, and I got an, a text from Ari with a picture of our tree in someone's house. And she says, friend, here is your tree in the apartment of my client. She's almost 19 and has chosen to remain in DFAC's custody and participate in the independent living program. She has been my client since she was 10. She's my best girl. She told me that setting up the tree in her first apartment really brought her mood up. She's been through hell and back, but she's coming through it, and I'm so proud of her. Thank you for making this possible. Love you. And I was like, oh. My <laughs> gosh, that is why we do what we do. Oh my gosh. That is way fine. That is way fine, right? There's only one last thing to do. What's that? Are we going to let them know about what's to come? Season two, baby. Woohoo! We don't know. We have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> when do you think we're going to be back, Dee? Well, one of us takes quite a bit of time to recover from the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're being a little sassy about that. <laughs> I am self-aware. I know what I'm capable of. She knows her boundaries and she holds them very <laughs> well. <laughs> That's good because one of us has to. When are we coming back, T? I hope, I hope that we're back on track in March. March. Okay. Is that like what we're shooting for? Producing. Like Publishing. Episodes. Publishing in March. In March. Look yep. for us in March. Yep. That's a great thought. We'll see if that happens. For season two. For season two, yep. And then season three will fall sometime in the fall. Yep. So a spring season and a fall season. That's right. That's the plan. Um, Ten-ish. Episodes. Give, maybe give some more episodes per season. Um, and then while we're on break, while we are not in your ear holes, check us out on Instagram. I'm sure there will be multiple posts on Instagram. We have a whole new, whole new segment called Stats with Steph. Loving it. Steph is killing it. She's she is definitely a data guru, and she just wants all the stats. And so she was like, 
taking the stats and and making them hilarious. She's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And if you were at mule camp, she was the one holding the free hug sign. Yep, that was Steph. Stats with Steph is on our reels. We'll be getting that up on TikTok here shortly as soon as I can get my crap together. Um, And then we'll be sharing. Our goal is really in this season of, of break is getting back to the root of why even volunteer in the first place. Statistics on volunteering. What does volunteering do for you? Emotionally, physically, Mm. mentally. Um, What does it do for your body and your mind? How to start volunteering if you think that you would like to match up with somebody or a particular category or topic. Mm -hmm. Just like getting really basic again, how to get out there. Because that, isn't it a saying? The first step is always the hardest part. Yeah. So doing meaningful work, being where you are meaningfully and intentionally, that is where we're starting back over. And we're celebrating our one-year anniversary in the end of February. Woohoo! One year for Wayfind. So we're probably going to do something fun and special for that. I have no idea what it is at this point. We'll see. It'll be fun. We'll see what we see. All right. Any last thoughts? Yes. All right. I don't know if we're going to keep this or not, but I just jotted this down as we were talking because we kept talking about, not because we kept, because we talked about what Wayfind is. And I think you said it, actually. There are people out there that are doing good work. This is my addition. And there are good people out there looking for ways to support and love on people in the community. And Wayfind is the conduit. Yeah. That's it. That is Wayfind. That is Wayfind. Ding, ding, ding. Like that's the, that is on both sides. Mm. There are people doing the work, good people doing the work, and there are good people looking to get connected. And we're here to bridge that gap. Which, let's be honest. Okay. I... (laughs) When I was, I was looking for an image of what Wayfind is in the beginning. And I sent Lindsay a picture of this <laughs> connector. I couldn't find anything else. So it's like this plumber's. Uh, is it a conduit? I think it's a conduit. Yeah. But I called it like a connector or something. I was like, we should use this image. And, well, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> because who would use that as <laughs> an image? But to in my mind, that's like, it's the perfect image. Except I don't even know what that <laughs> image is. You sent it to me, I was like, cool, cool, cool. What's that? <laughs> it's like, it looks like a T. <laughs> yeah, so. Conduit. Yeah, we can keep exploring that too. Because mm-hmm. I, I want to learn about what it is and what it does and what it means and how that's us in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you mm-hmm. for holding that space for me. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> And we ended up, I mean, our, our primary sign, and we had it at Mule Camp and everything, is the directional sign. Right. Just a general fork in the road directional sign. Pointing the way. Are. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Yeah. So keep coming back to that image and conduits and, and more. <laughs> we'll keep coming up with some. I like the banner. Like the old, like medieval when they would ride into war. Mm. I don't know why I get you all aggressive. Like <laughs> but they'd hold their banner of their yeah. like clan 
yeah. or their country or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's like the center point mm. holding it up. And I kind of feel like that's another way find of mm. like, you can be out there, go out there, do the thing. This is the safe place to come back to. This is a place to regroup. Mm. This is a place to continue to grow. It's kind of like the kitchen table. Mm. Oh, look at that. Circle back. Wow. Like this is the safe place to 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 do all of those things and then go back out there and again. Go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the same place you were, go somewhere different. Mm. But just keep moving. Yeah. Don't stay stagnant in one place. Thank you for listening to our roundup of the very first season of the Wayfind Collective Podcast. It's been a wild ride for us. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We'll see you again next season. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Wayfind Co. and Facebook at Wayfind Collective. Today's show was produced and narrated by Deanna West and Lindsay Migliori with intro music by Smile High featuring Antoine Stanley. A massive thank you and a round of applause to the geniuses behind most of our break music King's Kaleidoscope. Wayfind Collective is a crowdfunded nonprofit. We exist to share the stories of our neighbors in order to evoke a culture of movement that seeks to bridge the gaps in our neighborhoods. Everything that we do is free because of the generous support of many people just like you. So thank you so much for being a part of this project with us. Find searchable maps, categorical listings, blog posts, podcasts, and more exploring people-serving organizations in North Georgia, all for free at our website, wayfindco.com. Au revoir. Zai jian. Adios.